0: So there has been a great debate recently on what is the littest anthem that goes off in the club and or venue. Is it A, Mo Bamba or is it B, Finito? AC, what is your take?
1: I mean, if, if those are my options, I mean, I'm going to take Finito. I feel like Obama's a little overrated. Um, I actually heard mm. Obama months ago, and it's so crazy that it's blowing up now. I guess I'm one of those cliche people who say that. But it is. It's just like like the first time I heard it, I was like, what the fuck is this? You know? <laughs> but I guess I did the same thing with Finito, man. So, But, you know, I got to go with my boy Chief because he a legend.
0: Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to Chief Keith, bro. Uh I was talking to my roommate about this. Uh shout out Chris. And and we were going back and forth. And I guess the thing that takes the cake for Finito is mugs know the lyrics to Finito. True. And like I'm i I'm gonna shoot you the link. Cause if I can find it, I'm gonna shoot you the link, uh, where they put this shit to the test, and maybe we can throw that shit in. But like, Mo Bamba, the beat is what hits. The thing that I don't like about Mo Bamba is I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Nigga
1: ain't <laughs> like, saying nothing. That's why. <laughs>
0: I have no idea what he's saying. Now, on the contrary, the the kicker for Finito is the beat never drops. It's like you forever on a cliffhanger the whole damn song because you think the shit going to drop and it never does. But if it's one thing that I know, if you are in the place to be, when they drop Finito, everybody is going to hit this one particular part. Gas is what I smoke, nigga. <laughs> and everybody that's it, relate. right? Like, you feel me like, it's one of them situations where all of the anthems that we have that ring off in a crunk or a turned up ass setting has one particular part or one music break or one drop where everybody is in on what's going on. You're going to have some people who going to rap the whole song. You're going to have some people who going to do their thing like, as soon as the beat drop and then go all to the dance floor. Venito though, you're going to be turned up until he get to that gas is what I smoke, nigga. And then after that, you know, some people fall off. <laughs> but that one part, oh, that shit going to ring off because it's going to ring off. Hmm.
1: True. But that Obama apparently is is going crazy in today's time. Oh, it's time. going
0: crazy. It's going crazy in the streets, bro. I heard that shit by accident. <laughs> I th- You ain't going to believe what the hell I thought they were saying. Bro. <laughs> so, apparently, he's saying calling a young nigga phone, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, I thought he was saying Kamehameha from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was Kamehameha. Kamehameha. I was like, oh, shit. GBZ done went mainstream, mainstream. Hell okay, no. <laughs> okay, cuz okay, hit, hit. I am
1: <laughs> these folks ain't
0: playing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I wonder how Obama feels like having an iconic ass song like that ringing off in the streets right now, and he's a real person.
1: Oh, I'm sure he love it, bro. And there's probably I'm so sure many people is. who don't even know who Obama is. <laughs> they just know <laughs> the song.
0: They have no earthly idea that's crazy alright man you wanna get into the show
1: yeah man let's do it
0: turn up Yo, what's up, man? It's been a few weeks.
1: But you know what? What? And we back, 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 and
0: we back. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Nate B. (laughs) Who? Nate, 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 Nate.
1: Nate, Nate. Okay,
0: biggity. Niggas,
1: niggas don't want to hear that, I guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> like Oh my, I'm turn this shit off. I'm glad these niggas should have never came back.
0: But yeah, man, like like you said, we back. Uh took a brief intermission. Uh for two weeks. I was dealing with some uh family issues, you know. I lost my grandmother last week. Uh R. I p to my OG. Uh I. P. So uh Alex was cool enough to be like, hey, yo, man, just do what it is that you got to do, uh, and we'll get back with the people next week. So here we are, um, starting off the week again on a kind of a somber note. Rest in peace to Stan Lee, uh, the creator of Marvel Comics.
1: Uh, Rest in peace. Bro, you know, you know, I, know I, I was going to say, I know we've talked about, like, comic book shit before, and, you know, I think I've told you that I was never really like I ain't never been into comic books. Like I yeah. never have I've never owned one or read one or I'm not I'm not really even into the movies. I mean, I guess I am a little bit, but not, not like you not you still else. like, not not like still Black Panther. <laughs> I still have not still in the plastic bought the Blu-ray though, so don't say I don't support my people. You know, I ain't got it on bullet. Like like a lot of you niggas. I mean, but yeah, but yeah, I, going back to my point. Um <laughs> You know, when Stan Lee died, it was just more of a reminder to me that, like, you know, like Marvel and, you know, everything around that is I mean, it's a huge deal. Like it was a huge deal. And to be honest, I just learned who Stan Lee was just, you know, when he just had the little incident with the uh, with the people who was taking care of him. Like, you know, they were saying that he was sexually harassing them. That was literally my first time ever learning who this creator of Marvel was like, I had no idea. It really just showed me, you know, that it just be certain aspects of stuff that is just so big that I just have no knowledge of. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just interesting to me. But RIP, man, you know, apparently he was a great guy.
0: My, or I guess a,
1: a very creative person. True.
0: That's very much so true. I, I you know, Stan Lee affected so many things that I don't think was by design. You know what I mean? Like when you look at the the cultural impact that a movie like Black Panther had uh when you think about Blade, you remember when Blade dropped like for a long time Blade was the damn only black superhero we had. <laughs> I
1: ain't know Blade was a superhero till you just said that. I thought that was just a character. Like I mean <laughs> Like, he had a comic book? Yeah, Blade is a Marvel character. Damn, bro. I ain't even know that. hmm <laughs> And I like that movie.
0: Yeah, man, that shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I'm learning, man. You. Hey, I love learning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love when niggas put me on.
0: Yeah, man. But, uh, i I really didn't even know it until they started doing a deep dive on like all of the culturally relevant things that Stanley was doing, like storm being a black a black woman as a uh you know one of the most powerful of the x men um you have in the entire you know marvel universe Black Panther is the richest. And the smartest His sister is like the smartest In the entire universe So it's like just those little things And then when you have Captain Marvel As a woman who is The most powerful Of all the super It was just you know a lot of the things that he was doing Was before his time like during When the Black Panthers were really Making their Presence felt um, In the mid 20th century you know Out comes the Black Panther comics So I think he was ahead of his time And he he did a lot of trailblazing For making certain things Acceptable And Hmm. I know neither one of us are really into Like the comic book Culture per se But it's like When you think of these fictional characters Their core audiences Like wow the fuck out If you make any changes Like 007, for instance, you remember when they were going to make 007, Idris Elba, and motherfuckers was like, no, fuck that. <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> Muggs no. was angry as hell,
1: bro. <laughs> Niggas be... I mean, I it, I kind of get that, though. Like, I kind of... I can, I can... People who would be upset about that, who... Like, there are certain people who are upset for the wrong reasons, but then there are certain people who are upset... I mean, I think for legitimate reasons, like, especially when you're real close to something, and you already know that the whole world on some, you know, let everybody do the shit type shit. And if you used to this one thing, you just like, bro, like enough is enough. Yeah. You know, like the same, the same people who might have looked at like the new Ghostbusters with all women. Like, you know, of course, it's like everybody not just going to look at that and just be like, you know, I'm cool with that. Like, it's going to be some people who are like, okay, enough is enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is clearly, you know, but with L Elba, it's kind of hard because he's just such a talented actor. And, you know, something like James Bond seems like a perfect role for him. Yeah. So maybe niggas are just racist.
0: <laughs> and I think, <laughs> like with Stan Lee, for instance, Spider Man, we all know Peter Parker.
1: Correct. Like, that's what Peter we Parker know. Peter Parker can't Spider- be black, bro. He can't be black.
0: He's not. So he created <laughs> another. Version of Spider Man with Miles Morales. I think he's a Latino. Hmm. Sometimes they portray him as black. Other times they portray him as Latino. I mean, my, my nigga last name is Morales. I mean, I mean oh. how? can we? <laughs> well, look, hey, I, you know, look, look. That's not hey. that's not for me to debate. <laughs> but yeah, man. You know, shout out to Stanley for for being that change agent and making. The decisions That a lot of people You know weren't willing to make Or even acknowledge like hell Think about the Avengers And the nigga over the Avengers <laughs> Like Samuel L. Jackson be talking funky as hell To them damn superheroes bro.
1: <laughs> How could he not
0: <laughs> Like Just think about and that character is a black man So it's a black man in A position of power over arguably Some of the most powerful white men ever (laughs) like ever created so you know i may be reaching but in my mind i fuck with stan lee for that shit man it's the subtle things the little things man the devil's in the details (laughs) true uh what what, what's been going on with you though
1: man man you know first of all i want to say I'm officially recording from the new house, nigga. You know, it was it was crazy because we just moved in last week, and then um, it was either Friday or Saturday. My homie Kendall had came over because uh, he was in town from because he's he in school. He's like a year younger than me, you know, and you know we real tight, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was showing him the house and. He was just like, bruh, like, you know, <laughs> he was just like, you the only nigga I know <laughs> that, like, that's like got a house. And he was like, bruh, this shit is really inspiring, like seeing what you and Brittany doing. I'm just like, thank you, bruh. I don't know. It just sometimes you, you just be living life. But, you know, that was kind of refreshing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. not like I would let it go to my head or anything, but you know it it's, it's sometimes you just look around you be like you know just got to stay the course bro you know what I'm saying but also I'll be looking around I'm I'm going to be the tangent king today I'm going to go ahead and let you know
0: oh shit
1: yeah <laughs> I'm getting my tangents off today but this is still pertaining to what I'm talking about you know but just looking more bigger picture is just like you know this life that we live like it's such a blessing and I don't know. I just feel like the shit that we obtain, like we do not deserve it. Like, like I don't deserve nothing. I got like niggas be like, yo, like I worked hard. You know what I'm saying? Even the niggas who work hard when it comes to, you know, you being successful, sometimes like it's literally just like fate. And sometimes like niggas just be lucky. And sometimes niggas be unlucky. And that really be the only difference. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, anything that you can do and can obtain or anything about your life, like it's you know, it to me is just completely undeserved. Like, you know, it's just it's just clearly favor from God. Like, this is just favor. You know what I'm saying? So I just be so thankful for favor. Cause really ain't not sometimes like it ain't no amount of work you can do. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes niggas work hard and still be, you know, they fall short. You know what I'm saying, but you know, I don't know, bro. It's just—it's a blessing.
0: Basically, you flexing on all of us and telling us Sleep. to get our cake up, Sleep.
1: get y'all money up. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like niggas still renting? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? But no, I'll, really, you know, if you save your money and if you just be patient and if you be a little bit aggressive about your savings. And you like, I mean, you got to have a decent job. But if you got a decent job, you know what I'm saying? You just really get aggressive about your saving, you know. You can, you can, uh, and you ain't got no kids, you know. You can do it. Niggas don't want to save their money, though, so it's whatever. You know, and get you a queen. Get you a queen, you can build with, you know what I'm saying? Oh,
0: oh, she not your boo no more. So you got you a queen, is what you told me.
1: I mean... I, you know we we could do semantics here You know what I'm saying <laughs> But all I'm saying is I got a kingdom you know what I'm saying She's over that she's also You know an important person in that kingdom <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> Nah but you know what I'm saying that, that also helps too like the fact that I'm not doing it On my own You know what I'm saying that's important Not the end all Be all like you can do it on your own But You know what I'm saying I'm saying you know what I'm saying a lot. But, uh, yeah, man, so going back to the original point, yeah, recording from the new house, just moved in last week. It's uh, it's different living in a home, knowing I'm the protector of the home and shit. I be hearing noises. I'm like, dog, what is that? <laughs> like, dang, I ain't even got my security system turned on yet. Yeah, y'all need to chill. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you nigga out here shit,
0: <laughs> nigga. You, you ready to fight the whole damn
1: neighborhood? Cause the
0: the, the refrigerator is making ice,
1: slick. <laughs> and they didn't give me this fridge. The ice maker don't work. You know, home sellers be slick. They be so slick. <laughs> <laughs> they so slick. Gonna be like, yeah, gonna leave the fridge. I'm like, okay, cool, nice fridge. <laughs> I want that damn ice maker. Don't work. I'm like, bro, y'all, y'all, y'all fucked up. But it is what it is, man. Yeah, man. Other than that, nigga, just getting ready for uh, you know, the wedding. This nigga Blake, I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, but you know, Blake it Blake hit, Blake, you know, when, when he hit hit us and like, yo, Alex, like, you know, <laughs> my bad, I hadn't even heard it yet. Like, I hadn't even heard it. And even when I responded, I hadn't even heard it yet. But then when I did actually get to the point where I did hear it on me and the homies, I'm like, right what behoove you to t- I, I guess I get it though. I guess I get it. If in your mind you just like, yeah, you know, my nigga, AC, I mean, this nigga laid me out though. He like, yo, Alex AC from the After Fire podcast. Yeah, him. That nigga. That nigga so so on did this I know at this location. You know? <laughs> like damn, nigga dropped the location. No, I don't think he dropped. He just said the same place. But I'm like, all right. But nah, it ain't no big deal though. Let you know
0: Shout out to Blake, man.
1: Yeah, shout out to Blake. I hope he survived the My OG.
0: Uh, <laughs> I shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> My OG, real talk.
0: Bro, I hope he survived the beehive attack because I know they're coming.
1: Bro, I feel. I, yo, yo, so <laughs> our friend Blake went in on Beyonce saying that she supported Beto. That was pronounced Beto. Way oh, too much. You know. Yeah, you know, should have did it way earlier. I'm like, bro, yo, first of all, <laughs> I just want to shout out this episode with Jay Woods. Jay Woods is by far, I know he going to be my favorite guest. You know what I'm saying? Because this nigga is a fool. Like, the thing about Jay Woods, like, he's so smart and he a fool. That's just, you know, that nigga say, yo, I know you're not about to do it. He was like, are you really about to do this? <laughs> Blake, like, yes, yeah, like, I'm going in on Beyonce. I'm like, Dush, it was to me, it was unnecessary, Blake. I mean, come on. Beyonce, like, like, what say? She ain't got to do a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she's not, we're not, le- like, we're not leaning on Beyonce to make sure things get done. Like, no. no. What she do, what she do.
0: She got a whole motherfucking universe to run.
1: This <laughs> <laughs> America shit, let, some let, let, other shit, dog.
0: Let the beehive tell it, nigga. She has an entire existence to run. <laughs> She don't have time to take her foot Off of you hoes necks (laughs) (laughs) To support a candidate
1: (laughs) Not a second (laughs)
0: That's crazy man What uh
1: Yeah get us back (laughs) on topic man Get us back on topic I be
0: trying bro I be trying but The nigga in me be like shit I'ma just let it rock too I'ma get off on the tangent too uh, what we want to get. I know we want to hit some of the shit we missed on our two week break, but we're not gonna stay on it for too long. Uh oh, and we got a question from one of the uh listeners. Shout out to Migo.
1: Migo. Uh so
0: he said he wanted to know who's had the best rebrand. Recently and I just kind of opened it up To like the last decade who do you feel Like has been some people Who have had the best rebrands
1: Best rebrands Man it's like I feel Like I gotta put Joe Budden up there
0: Oh Joe Joe and Gucci man are definitely at the top of the list Hey
1: Gucci I don't wow. know his, his rebrand ain't is big I mean it was just like he just kind of Got himself together you know and it was good to see You know what I'm saying I mean you know, if you get off the lean, I ain't just gonna say you made a rebrand. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you just off the lean.
0: My uh, nigga, we saw Gucci Man. <laughs> Radrick Davis. Hey, he was...
1: He was going In motherfucking
0: the... track tights. <laughs> in a one... In a one-piece. Riding a bike with a helmet on, bro. Hey. Radrick Davis. The nigga uh, who made the state versus Radrick Davis. <laughs>
1: I mean, it was it was a it was a you know it it was I don't know, bro. It was just it was good to see
0: the the mayor know, of the re-brand. East Atlanta Six, bro. Man, hell nah, no,
1: rebrand. Like this bro. nigga, Joe Budden had a rebrand. Like this nigga is known for some completely different shit.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> think about this though. Would you have ever put Gucci Mane? <laughs> like, would you have ever been able to see Gucci Mane on Ellen?
1: Nah, (laughs) I mean, but at the end of the day, though, Gucci did have a song with Mariah Carey, and I thought that was just huge. Like, that's when I was like, okay, this nigga really crossing over, like, you know, but he never really had the full potential to fully cross over, you know. But now he can articulate. He ain't going to go off the handle on Twitter. You know, and bring down the whole industry. He can, you know, he lost the, the, you know, the lean gut.
0: True Kodak Black found
1: it I ain't even gonna (laughs) start on Kodak man I want him to do right but I already know that Sometimes niggas just ain't gonna do right (laughs) Niggas just Like I said Kodak
0: Kodak and Young Thug Ain't gonna ever do right
1: Damn bro That's so fucked up
0: (laughs) (laughs) So who else we got man Joe Budden uh, Gucci Mane You got anybody else because I'm going to hit you with one. You're going to be like, yo, that is so left field. Dropping on me, bro. Wendy's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Nigga. Nigga said Wendy's. <laughs> 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 Shut up, fool. Tell me N-ga. how they rebrand, please.
0: Nigga, do you not remember Dave. From the Wendy's commercials, bro, Dave Thomas, bro I met him, bro. Yeah, bro, Dave Thomas from the Wendy's commercial, nice man looking died, old old, on, old white man rest and shit, bro. He looked Dave like Thomas. he was a cool dude. He, uh, was, he used to always talk about the quality of the burgers, you know. Hey, fresh, the never square,
1: frozen.
0: Fresh, never frozen. You feel me? The square burgers, and then you fast we'll forward. Square burgers, cut
1: corners, nigga. Square burgers, one we'll cut corners, nigga.
0: Nigga. nigga. <laughs> and then fast forward to like 2017, nigga. Wendy's is all the way ethnic, <laughs> nigga. They dropped the EP, bro. Dissing everybody. <laughs> Wendy's dropped a diss song, bro. <laughs> Dave Thomas yeah, that's ain't die for that. That's just, nah, bruh. bro. That's Dave Thomas. Bro. Dave Thomas did not die for Wendy's to be out here wilding on Twitter and dropping diss songs at Burger King, bro. Like they was. They really been on niggas' necks, and I really think this whole RB slander. That everybody been on for like the last three years. Wendy's Wendy's made that shit happen,
1: bro.
0: Nah, bro. Cause I
1: fucking my Harveys, bro.
0: Nigga, niggas is bullshitting. Cause I know plenty of niggas who used to go get them Jamoka shakes when they was a dollar.
1: Now look, and now get, look. And get the I'm not saying niggas don't ever and go. And the curly fries, because if you think if you think I was knocking down some curly fries in <laughs> <and> a jamboca <laughs> shake, nigga, nigga, if you thought I was knocking that down, what are you thinking, bro?
0: Niggas be on socials <laughs> acting like Arby's is just trash. I'm like, bro, you ain't to stop,
1: bro. It ain't trash bro bro. We not going to Arby's for nigga. You are. If we like, yo, where we finna go eat? You know, All I'm saying is, Arby's normally, if you got a group of niggas, Arby's, Arby's the type of place you go by yourself. That's all I'm going to say. You don't, <laughs> you don't go there with other people. Like both but of y'all my don't thing be like, is, Yo, we get Arby's.
0: My, But my thing is, it be so many. Like, I feel that because that's definitely what niggas do. That's 100% true. All, my thing is, all niggas do it. So it's like, so everybody's sneaking to go to Arby's by themselves, but Bruh, don't nobody want to talk about it in public. That's just all, a discussion we're not going to have.
1: First of all, nigga, just like you got on me on the other episode, nigga, you are yelling. You are screaming, <laughs> like, like I get it. <laughs> like you gonna hear it back? I'm like, bro, you are like, I'm, I'm letting you know, you are screaming.
0: Yeah, let me uh you know, turn my levels down. Too, so let me uh <laughs> turn my levels down, bro. Let me uh <laughs> let me back away from the mic a little bit. <laughs> we been gone for two weeks, bro. I didn't got out the routine and shit. I'm out here wild my bad, y'all. My bad, dog.
1: <laughs> my, nigga, my nigga said I'm in this
0: bitch yelling.
1: <laughs> <but> <laughs> I feel like I feel like from that I have to transition to <laughs> Britney. What's her name? Britney Jenner. Britney Renner, Renner, I called that her. Britney Jenner, <laughs> Britney Renner. I mean, I'm gonna play the. I'm gonna play the clip that hoe said when you when you are yelling like this for a living, <laughs> and I get really loud. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I almost died laughing because that shit was so on point. Because you know, Joe be turning up. Bro. Okay, so this is something that we miss that I know. I just I wanted to know your opinion because I have an opinion. So, you know, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the, uh, uh, you know, the Joe Budden and Scotty Beam clip, and I'm also going to play the Brittany Renner clip of her on Vans podcast. What's the name of that podcast? To get Uh, a credit. The Red Pill? The Red Pill podcast.
0: Yeah, with Van.
1: Yeah, correct. So I'm going to play both those.
2: I want to hear how that was about. So I can see why women would want to but Let me jump in.
3: Because that's not fair that women think that. She fucked Colin Kaepernick when he was different. We didn't love him like we do now. Like, he was a backup. He was losing his starting job. I don't think it's fair (laughs) that she get to come out while we really fucking with Cap and while... He's got a really powerful movement going on, and she got to come and cheapen and it a with whole what she did Do 2013. What Do you think they did happened? at
2: 2013. Right. Not, she not, not she did, what they did. No, you know they time no.
3: wait, pardon me, Remy. Like, pardon me, Remy. That's what I'm saying, with holding no. people
2: accountable, why can't you hold Colin right. You can't talk and listen. Allegedly. You can't talk and no, listen. No, because you're saying what you she did. You asked the question.
3: They both... Made the decision to involve themselves in a very intimate act. Mm-hmm. You're right. They both are culpable for that. Right. Her action continued. He told her to get the fuck out of here. So that's why I'm focused on her. Because you fucked, you went and got a publishing house. You went and wrote all of this.
2: What are you talking? I don't understand what you're saying. Exactly, because Colin didn't have to do that. She did. And he had no idea that right, she still, was doing that. so you bypassed it. But you okay, still, you fucked, her, but it. You still but, fucked No, but
0: I, I will. She you still did well, it. You, you said he didn't have. And to do you didn't
2: that. know. You didn't know what the fuck. Like my thing is, you fucking these no no name bitches. You don't know what background, back background they came from. You know nothing.
3: Deoni, we are not talking so about two order, people fucking. No, no, no. We talking but, about what, the action but once after the fucking. But fuck you know
2: who you are. Here's, you still fuck them, and still you let them leave out the door without the only, giving them the no. Here's way.
3: Pardon me, Jinx. No, you don't know who everybody is that you right. are fucking. so
2: what I'm saying is how are you gonna point the finger at her?
3: Because she point is- Point the, the th-
2: finger at him for picking who the fuck he's fucking. Okay, here's, here's, here's where I woman. point the finger. No, I don't. Here's
0: where I point the finger. Uh, you said she had to do it. No, nah, she doesn't. She isn't. Yeah,
2: what no, it no, the she fuck is Deionie talking but about? No, no, but she wanted to do it. What I'm saying is yeah, that's, she that's, wanted to do wanting it. Wanting and having to do but it. You're if bling, you're in court, you're, you're you have to say, her, I had to, do okay, to okay, survive, and I wanted to. Those are two different crimes. Right, but she decide, they decided to fuck what she decided to do after.
3: It yes. seemed like when women do fuck shit, you redirect that energy toward a man. No, And it's I'm been just eight weeks. And honestly, I'm confused.
2: No, how do you pit this? How do you pick this on him. Because people I, don't hold niggas accountable. That's all I'm saying. Y'all I, should know who y'all fucking before y'all fuck them. I mean, that's wrong. That's not no, bad it's, advice.
3: You keep, see, stop. Nobody say a word. You, and that's my issue with you. You're talking about y'all. You, are, you keep separating men and women for an action that both men and women do. It's a common. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize that you don't know. It's a very common happenstance for people to fuck people that they don't really know all about. So what the fuck are you talking about?
2: You right. do it. He do it. Right, right, we right. all right, do right, it. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying is, why are y'all niggas acting surprised when shit come out about them? Why? Why are y'all surprised?
3: I'm not surprised. Wait, the question here isn't about men being surprised. It's about or- the person writing a tell-all book. Only you diverted back to a man. They fucked seven years ago. Okay. I'm done with you honor.
2: I got I, so it's lost. To make money. Okay? Y'all, y'all, is there anything I, else to I, say? Is there anything y'all want else? you want me to be yes. mad at Britney Renner for no, what? No,
3: I want you to sound just as sensible as you do every other show. Right. When, when a man is doing fuck shit and you wanna kill all the men, you wanna lock up all the men, you wanna do everything I to men. You don't want to do all nothing to women. No,
2: that's not true. Women can all. write
3: books, no. women no. can cut a dick off, no. women no. can shoot a nigga, and you're gonna sit here and rep. It's, I a never, it's a double no, no, standard. No, no, it's not a. Yes, you contradict it's a constant, yourself. No,
2: no, no. It's a constant double standard. Josh, sit here and y'all make these excuses for that, fucking men every the, fucking day. And
3: that is the. And that is my problem. Timeout. And I'm and I, and this is where I'm closing because I'm finished with her. That is my problem with this fake woman empowerment bullshit. It's not
2: no fake woman empowerment.
3: Can I finish? It's not. I didn't finish. There's nothing fake about it. You can't talk and listen. Women empowerment is empowering women. Which means picking them up when they are wrong. It's not sugarcoating and cosigning all the bullshit okay, that what, women do, and that is, is what you what do.
2: What is wrong about the tell-alls? What is the wrong thing about tell-alls? What is the wrong thing about it? I'm Y'all can degrade women all day.
3: Boy, I just who boy. Hurt you? Boy, I'm who probably ha- not going to hurt you. If you had the Nobody same conversation with your mom, dad, aunt, anybody that you respect. You
2: wouldn't right, say that, oh, we can fuck everybody and write books, and men, it's men. But men, men been like doing wrong. this forever, and no, then no, y'all want to yeah. shine a light on women for doing it wrong, the wrong way, sorry, for writing the book sorry, about
3: it? I'm sorry, Diani. sometimes when we're when we talking about men, let's talk about the men. But we're not talking about men, we're talking about women. Yes, We, we want, don't, know yes. we yes. never lights, do. Lights can be shining on the never women, do. And
4: We never do. I thought Joe Budden and I were friends. Um, he... He's invited me to his home. I stayed in his guest room when I was in Jersey. I um, was always very respectful. So to hear him call me low-hanging fruit, I was a little confused because I've never done anything with him. I've never touched him, and you opened your home up to me.
3: When he, when he was talking to Scotty, he was about, he said, the fuckity-fuck shit that women do. He felt like on either side of this, this wasn't, maybe not, not so much directed at you, Brittany Renner, but he felt like writing the book was tacky.
4: Okay, so what's tacky is not knowing what the fuck you're talking about. That's like saying, hey, guys, did you listen to the new Drake album? No? Well, let's sit up on here on the Red Pill podcast and talk about it. That's tacky. So how could you say that I'm so easy and so these things, so why would you open up your home to me? But you don't want to talk about that on the show because at the end of the day, your your role on that show is to say things for shock value and talk really loud Mm. because that's what your draw is.
1: You know, on the State of the Culture clip, Cause you know they dropped a little promo, and then you know you got to see the full clip on the show. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about her writing this book, um, and I and I made sure I read because when I watched this clip, you know Joe Budden, I mean, you know this nigga went off on Scotty Bean pretty much, you know, because Scotty Bean was like, "Yo," she said something along the lines of, "You know, you got to hold the men accountable too," and you know, she pretty much her initial reaction was just like, "I don't really see the like." Like, why we should just be sitting here talking bad about her? Like, if that's her prerogative, like, if she want to write a book, then she can write a book, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if she slept with niggas, I mean, you know, it ain't like that's something they decided they was going to keep private or anything like that. It's like, that's her prerogative to write the book, you know, then, you know, they just pretty much got on the back and forth. I mean, Joe, this nigga went off, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, you know, you know, sometimes when you be yelling, you be getting mad. And it's like he was, but it, he understand that he got to keep it together for the show. Like this nigga was shaking type shit. Like I was like, dog, damn, you know, And Scotty beam. Just like, dog, you got to hold those accountable too. And, uh, to be honest, you know, I, I, I am, I, during that back and forth, I was 100% on the side of Scotty beam. I don't really feel like she said anything oh, that you was wild, unreasonable. <laughs> I don't, I don't shit. feel like, I don't feel like she said anything unreasonable, um, you know, it's like, it's clear, like, if you really watch the video, you know that there were some things edited out. Uh, but for the most part, I feel like everything she was saying was just being taken the wrong way. Like, I feel like, you know, her initial point of, like, I ain't just gonna sit here and judge this girl or talk bad about her because if that's what she wanna do, that's what she wanna do. If, if this is a way for her to make money and if she making money off of it, speaking about stuff that's going on in her life. You know that people are in- clearly interested in if they buying buying a book, then you know that's what it is. Like shit, come out about niggas all the time, you know. So you know it is what it is. I mean, that's pretty much where I am. Like I'm not looking at her like, damn, like why you told all this shit. You I know? guess. And then her point, ab- her point about holding niggas accountable. It's like if I'm a nigga who fucked her, how can I be like, damn, why you, you know, what I'm saying, wrote a tell all, like. I, I chose to fuck this girl who fucking with all these niggas. Like, clearly she not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I should know that I'm taking a risk. I guess that's my point. And so, I mean, if you take a risk, I mean, you can't be mad at the result. I mean, you take a risk sleeping with anybody. Actually, you take a risk to a lot of things. And if you're trying to keep some shit on the low, you're taking a risk. If you fucking a girl and thinking, okay, you know, she ain't going to tell nobody. I mean, you, you're a fool. You know, so I don't know, man. I ain't really seen nothing wrong, and I feel like Joe is in the wrong 100 percent.
0: I think I think Joe's fed up with the fact of Scotty, and you know I'm a Scotty Beam fan. Shout out to Deani But Scotty does a poor job of keeping that same energy. On all of the topics that she feels Passionately about and that's why I text you I think after this shit I text you Cause I had tweeted some shit out like Bruh sometimes I think black women Forget that in order for you to have More black women Black women gotta fuck with black men <laughs> Like black women sometimes act true. Like black women sometimes act Like they can just reproduce another black Woman just Symbiotically like oh you know What let me lay down real quick and another Bitch just gone You feel me? Magically appear. And here we are. We got another queen. Like, that's not how this shit works. (laughs) And she comes across like one of those women that will make sure that anytime there's an interaction between a man and a woman, the woman is always correct and the man is always to blame. Joe's point was. She writes a tell all book, right? Mm hmm. And names Colin Kaepernick That's the leading story right now Because Colin Kaepernick Is at the head of suing The NFL Nike has basically made them his Fucking poster child He's been the poster child for uh, Police brutality And Basically the voice of this New reawakening of Black Panther-esque Thought so it's like everybody's standing with cap, everybody's doing all of this stuff. And so Joe's point was it's mighty convenient, as Cardi B was as Cardi B would say, how fucking convenient is that? That she comes out with this tell all book talking about the interaction she had with Colin Kaepernick. I think it was like five plus years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you listen to the Joe Budden podcast. But when they first talked about Britney Renner's book, we got to be very, we got to take ourselves back to that time. Brittany Renner is a slim, athletic woman with a huge ass. That's what she is. Five, six years ago, Brittany Renner was like an internet darling. She was like the soccer girl. So that's what people knew her as. She wasn't fucking with rappers and entertainers and trying to get in this IG model bag. She was just a girl who played college soccer. Folks found her attractive. Girls found her as body goals. And she capitalized on this shit. So the time frame in which we talking about Colin Kaepernick fucking with her, she wasn't the Brittany Renner we see today mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. And The excerpt from the book And I could This could just because I ain't read the book But I saw an article on the excerpt of the book Where it talked about He stated to her one of the reasons why He brought her out there Was to see if she was like How she is now <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: And then You know she let the nigga hit or whatever And She got back and he didn't fuck with her no more. Now, under normal circumstances, this would have been a situation five years ago when she did that. She probably would have tweeted that shit out. Five thousand people would have been like, damn, you got finessed out the pussy. Like That's what it would have been. But now here we are in 2018, she says it. And now this this person who we have. Put in this position to be a leader In the movement or whatever the case May be now folks Are judging him And looking at his character Based upon an interaction a casual Sexual interaction he had with A woman who was not Where she is now Five six years Ago so what Joe Is saying is With the rise of Time's up me too A whole lot of these men are going down for shit that they've done in the past. Right or wrong, they're going down for shit that they've done in the past. With this particular situation, the convenience of him being where he's at now and her putting this story out, it just don't sit well with Joe. And I can kind of see it. I can kind of see why he's like, "Why why the fuck would you do that? Now I know why she did it because she wanted to sell some damn books.
1: <laughs> like, that, I mean, that's what it is. That's I mean, what it is.
0: But what I'm saying is, I disagree with Scotty saying that we got to hold the man accountable because what what you gonna hold a man accountable? I'm sure that she's not the he's not the only person that she has had a casual sexual encounter with,
1: and I'm sure and she wrote about many men.
0: Exactly. So yeah. what I'm saying is, if somebody writes about you and a casual sexual encounter you had five years ago you deserve to feel some type of way because especially if you didn't give permission for that information to be shared you get what i'm saying like you he in a whole he's in a relationship with somebody who is equally as popular in media as he is uh so now it's like you're right. She has she has the ability to put out whatever she wants to. It's her body. She had the sexual experience. She can tell that story. I'm not saying that she can't. What I'm saying is, just like if a man wrote a tell-all book about all the bitches that he was out here hitting and all of that shit, mm-hmm. motherfuckers would look at him a different way. It's just like I mean, like well, this is true. Like two three weeks ago when we were talking about the whole. Ray J Kim Kardashian situation Which has reared its ugly head again Right <laughs> They wrote a story about Ray J Talking about Kim Kardashian That he didn't even say nothing Like he did he liter- They literally fabricated a story And his wife His current wife Kim Kardashian did a whole two posts about it Her family was posting about it He did a fucking post about it And then took it down Like all based upon some shit that he never said Because when a man does this It's seen a certain way If a woman does it, it's seen the opposite way When Superhead wrote her tell-all book Oh, it was all hell breaking loose In the industry for these niggas <laughs> niggas, niggas lost their wives Not saying they shouldn't have If they was dipping, you know, out And doing what they was doing Hey, do you, player But that that's a different situation Than when you have conversations with other rappers or male entertainers And they ask Them about certain things All we really ever get is Some of your favorite actresses And R&B Singers you know Have hit me Have hit me up like you know I'm Fucking with you or like when Drake makes statements Of like some of his favorite You know Actresses or superstars Talking about how you know how he's so adorable and shit like like you don't see niggas out here talking like that a because it's not acceptable which i'm cool with i'm not complaining about that but what i'm saying is you got to keep that same energy and i think his frustration is every topic scotty is always making it the man's fault and there's I don't think Colin Kaepernick has any fault in this situation, except he had a one night stand with a bitch that became a motherfucking Instagram, Twitter sensation, and five years later, she wanted to make some some money off of it, so she told the story. If he not, if he wasn't comfortable with her telling that story, why should he? Why should she be able or be celebrated for doing it by a woman? But if a man tells a story about a sexual act with a woman, and she's not comfortable with it. Now that's a whole different conversation.
1: I mean, you know, there there is sort of a double standard there. But I mean, there's, I mean, as we know, there's double standards with a lot more in between. And you know, when it comes to things between men and women, you know, it's like I, 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 you know, I feel like your point is mainly, you know, like Colin Kaepernick has a right to feel away, and Joe, you know, feeling for Colin Kaepernick has a right to feel away. You know that she has decided to write this book. But at the end of the day, it's just like, OK, like if I'm reading the book and I read that story, you know, with her and Kaepernick, it's like, truly, if I'm if I'm reading it, what how am I going to feel different about Kaepernick? Like what what different opinion is somebody going to now have about Kaepernick? Like, how are people using this story to demonize Kaepernick? Because I can't really see it. And I don't really see that. I know, you know, when the excerpts were coming out about the book, it was something that was highly being talked about. Uh, You know, the fact that Kaepernick did have this interaction with her, but I didn't really see too much like negative stuff like being, you know, like people talking negatively about Colin Kaepernick for messing with Brittany Renner. It's just, you know, it's a story of like you just said, a casual sexual encounter. It ain't like, you know, it's like if, if something come out that I had sex with a with a girl, I mean, unless I was cheating on my current girl, then I should be good. Like there's like, yeah, you know, I I'd, I'd probably prefer that you didn't speak out on it. But I mean, look, you know. Niggas trying to get money. I'm a famous person. I know the risk that I take sleeping with any woman. I mean, I'm famous. Like, women are going to want to talk about that. They may eventually talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, it's the risk you take. I do agree with you that there's no, there's really no blame on Colin. But to me, there's no blame on Brittany either. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, this is what niggas do to get money. I mean, you know, I don't know.
0: I, I'm I'm not saying that you know there's anybody to blame. I just can see why Joe is fed up with that uh, toxic femininity.
1: I mean that was that was a good attempt. I don't know if you got it right because <laughs> I don't actually know the word. But if you didn't get it, I mean, hey, it was a you good know attempt.
0: it's the the thought that F- counts. Femininity. Uh, election. Do you want to hit on anything on the election outside of the veto shit with Beyonce? That we already talked about.
1: Um, we don't we don't have to. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I did not vote. I did not vote this year. And I was like, "Nate gonna kill me," because then I went on to speak about how niggas be voting and they don't even know what they vote for.
0: Oh, so you, so if, so you, so, Nick Cannon is what you telling me?
1: <laughs> no, because I, I, it's like I do believe in voting. I just, you know. Like my, uh, now that I'm in Memphis, you know, my, my voter shit registered in Chattanooga. So I would need to change it to vote here. And I just never did that shit. So, you know, I ain't vote. And at the time it was, it was a, you know, it, it was like the, it was like election day. And then I, and then I just get so mad when niggas be on, like, I don't know, man, man, it could just be me, but I hate when niggas be like, yo, if you don't vote, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you the worst person ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Like what if I couldn't vote? I mean, you, you know are a pretty foul nigga if you could vote and didn't vote. You know. It's like, how am I pretty foul? Like niggas ain't been voting forever. Like niggas ain't been voting forever. Like Obama, when Obama was trying to get in, that's when niggas actually was like, Okay, we'll we'll start voting. <laughs> like like niggas historically, like this is not something I'm making up. Like we have historically not voted. Now I do feel like, you know, I feel bad. It's I feel bad about not voting. It ain't like I feel good about the shit. I feel bad about not voting. But I mean, don't act like I'm. I don't know. It's just like, okay, man, I didn't vote. Like it. It is. What You're it a is. trash, nigga. Are <laughs> <laughs> you stupid, man? My bad, man. Look, I know I let I know I let some people down out there that's listening right now. Nigga.
0: Nigga, Emmett Till is fucking cursing you. Oh,
1: look, man, y'all niggas don't know about Emmett Till, so don't even talk <laughs> Yo, to me. Yo, I was <laughs> you know listening. What
0: to, what's crazy is when you listen to your friends when you supporting your friends' podcast. You know, because that's what we do here at the After Five Podcast.
1: That is what we and,
0: do. And uh, you feel me? And you hear some shit that you know for a fact you put them on, <laughs> and you kind of waiting for your credit, but then you like, no, nah, nah nah just to, just get that content off my g. So, so, so Blake was talking about uh, The fucking Tales from the Hood too And mm-hmm. I, I didn't really remember Our conversation about their shit And every time I hear People on Twitter Or Instagram Or in these blogs Talking about voting I think about that one damn scene In Tales from the Hood too It's on Netflix If you ain't seen it Check it out where basically this black man Was running for an office And he was being supported By a predominantly white Racist ass governor And All of these motherfuckers from the past Just came back and was like Yo you bullshitting <laughs> Like yo you are bullshitting As as a black man you are bullshitting Nigga Emmett Till Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks uh, Denmark VC. Um uh, shit. Megger Evers, uh, the the little church girls from the house from the church that got burned down. Like all of them reappear. And I guess one of the most important things that I learned from listening to some of these podcasts are you can be divided on whether you should or shouldn't vote. But I think the one thing that we cannot And this ain't an indictment on you Cause I trust me I understand cause I had to get my Voter shit changed like ASAP But for those of you Who just didn't vote just Because fuck voting Like you gotta think about the fact There were people who lost their lives For the opportunity To vote And people do everything In their power to keep you From voting because The gag of all of this shit is the majority of Americans do not vote. So that means the one opportunity that as black people that we have to be somewhat on an equal playing field is by voting. This is true. So it's like if we show up in major numbers, our white counterparts typically do not. They, they just typically don't. So if the majority of people are not voting, all it takes is for a large number of the minority to vote. And now you got yourself a goddamn deal. Now now you can make some shit happen. Now you can see some shifts and some changes occur. When you look at some of these red states that have put black people who have traditionally never been in these positions, now you see them winning races. It's like, bro, they didn't win these races just because white people woke up one day and was like, you know what? I'm down for another change. That Barack Obama didn't do so damn bad. Let's let's do some more of that hope he changes shit again. No. What happened was black people in America Especially young Black people, so people under forty have been mobilized to say, "Yo, I'm not fucking with this Trump shit. Let's vote." And you, we're seeing some of the effects of that paradigm shift in thought. So I say that to say, "Vote or die, motherfucker. Vote or die."
1: <laughs> I'm still living. I'm still here, <laughs> bro. Do you I'm remember them pump Daddy shirts, I'm still bruh? strong? <laughs> Yes, no, bro. You know, I remember the campaign. No
0: puff daddy shirts. Vote or die, motherfucker. Vote or die.
1: Vote or die. <laughs> vote or die.
0: <laughs> Hell nah, man.
1: Uh, look, man. Like, like I said, you know, I'm sorry, man. Better look next. Yeah, year.
0: nigga, you better be. No, Maybe I don't the, think that's how elections work. Or the, year at the <laughs> Ain't there? Ain't
1: there? Ain't there? Niggas who be got three year terms and shit, you?
0: you know. I would not. Nigga, think. don't even know. Nigga, we just We need to call Jay Woods. I know that nigga know. <laughs> bro, this nigga Jay Woods, knowledgeable as shit, bro.
1: Hey, bro. Like I said, you know, niggas really just be putting you on knowledge. I just got to, I just listen, bro. I just listen, bruh. Shout out to you, Jay Woods. Jay Woods and Blake, man. They, they, they my OGs, man. They my shout OGs. Out, too, shout out,
0: shout out to Woods, man. Uh, uh, do you want to? Do you want to talk about any music that has dropped? Man, because we didn't miss a lot, it and it's, it's a whole it's lot. Been of a shit. lot of
1: music. Um, I, it's been a lot that I probably ain't even got to. But nah, I didn't hear. I didn't heard a lot of it. Uh, but one thing I have not heard is that Swiss Beats. I have not heard that. I have not heard Vince Staples. I heard half of the Money Bag. I heard the Metro Boomin. It was hard. Metro Boomin, want
0: some more, nigga.
1: I really just can't listen to Moneybag like that. Maybe I mean I respect him as an artist, but I don't know. I, I'm not just too big on Moneybag
0: nigga. We gonna lose all of our motherfucking Memphis listeners. I mean, it's Fucking like you know,
1: you. I, you know, I mess with Money Bag, but it's like you know, my favorite artist out of Memphis is still Yo Gotti. Still,
0: it' been a long time coming.
1: A lot of dope, Bernie. Uh, but you know. Vince Staples have not heard it I heard the my but I, I, I feel like I didn't Heard it just like one time I ain't even go back to it like that
0: Yeah I'm not sure if it has a lot of It doesn't Have the replay value that I thought It had but I think it's gonna be like Usher's album or EP Was that it may Not have a lot of initial replay Value but when you go Back you're gonna be like oh yeah I'm fucking with this because I gotta do a shout out. Shout out to Solo. He texted me uh individually because he didn't want to come clean in the group message.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but he was definitely
0: clean. he was definitely incorrect about that Usher album. The Usher album is indeed bumping as fuck, like I said it was, and he's been bumping it regularly ever since he went back and re-listened to it. And I got the confirmation because I follow the nigga on Apple Music, and I see what you listening to, nigga.
1: <laughs> I see what you listening to. This nigga Nate, dog. Watch your <laughs> back. Cause this nigga Nate is on you.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think that's how that My album was going to be, man. Because if you remember, bruh, like, this past summer, I was really looking forward to that shit. <laughs>
1: like- I mean, it was a, uh, you know... <laughs> It was it was highly anticipated,
0: and when we finally got it, I'm not gonna say I was underwhelmed. It just shit, I was, I was underwhelmed. That's
1: I th- why I, I back feel
0: like it. I feel like I wasn't underwhelmed. It just if we would have gotten it when it was still warm outside, I think we would feel a different way about it. Because when that motherfucking uh when the single dropped for that hoe niggas was like, oh, this the song, this the R and B song of the summer. And then LMA dropped again <laughs> and did it all of that shit, but
1: hey, LMA before- <laughs> came through, dog, like LMA, like, dog, let me uh, go ahead and let y'all niggas know who really finna take over the summer.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> but before the LMA dropped, you feel me, we was definitely on that my time, and that was the vibe. And I think if we would have gotten it toward the end of the summer, We'd have been cool. But when we got it, like since we didn't really we're not really having a fall, it went like summer and then full blown winter.
1: I mean, it was <laughs> snowing here today, bro. Shit was wild. <laughs>
0: like, like niggas is not trying to listen to no sexy flexy ass
1: uh Yeah, you know, we we ready for that. You know, you gotta slow it all the way down type yeah, shit.
0: Yeah, we're not we not listening to that
1: to that bumping ass. R and B soul music. You, know, you, you I, feel I me? Need, like I need some new party next door type shit. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> yeah, we need that new Daniel Caesar.
1: You feel me? That's <laughs> somebody who I ain't listened to though. I ain't gonna lie. Never heard. I hadn't heard that shit either. Him, ever. Oh,
0: you ain't heard yeah. not one song by them? I don't, know. don't
1: know. Well, I guess if he maybe he's had a big song like on the radio that maybe I didn't heard. But
0: damn, his song is I not know. y'all wedding song.
1: I don't shit I I know I don't I don't think so <laughs> I ain't heard it
0: shit, Nigga that's been everybody wedding song this whole goddamn year shit,
1: I don't know what our <laughs> wedding song going to be to be honest Really The best word, part my brother The best part I wanted to use music soul child but of course he had it at his wedding I'm like fuck Love you. of course I'm like bro fuck
0: Nigga you. when did your brother get married
1: Last September Or maybe yeah last September yeah Oh shit. Yeah, last
0: year. I thought you was gonna be like five years ago. <laughs> I was gonna be like, yeah, nigga, duh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> My nigga said love. i boy. All right, we gonna hey y'all, <laughs> hey y'all. We gonna do a Twitter hashtag, bro. Y'all give Alex a wedding song. <laughs>
1: Please, man. Now, really. Wedding song want, I, coming. I don't, soon. No, I don't want none of you niggas' opinions on my wedding nah,
0: song. Nah, bro, we gonna get y'all a, a after five wedding, bro. I'm gonna be live. I'm gonna be on IG live.
1: This nigga gonna be at the wedding. Gonna play the song and shit from his phone and shit.
0: It's gonna be no, nah, Hell it's nah. Really, like, turn, turn it off. Bro. Nope. I don't even want them issues. I don't. I, I should. I barely got invited, nigga. I I'm being that hoe. Church quiet jail. as a church mouse. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> I already know. I already know. Uh, so you said? Did you hear that? Currency and Gibbs? Cause I know that's your boy. You know I heard that, Fetty man. Man, it was
1: straight. It was straight. Yeah, I fuck with it.
0: Um, Currency just Gates? make way
1: too much music.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I can't keep up, bro. <laughs> I still ain't heard that Kevin Gates. Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: Just, I need to I do not do with Kevin case like that. Damn. I mean, I mean, not like as a person, but this <laughs> is <just, it's> music. <laughs> I mean, to each
0: his own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't just uh, like that. what else? What else? Uh, Reason. Did you list? Did you check out Reasons project?
1: No, I haven't heard
0: it. I hadn't got a chance to get to that yet. Ch- I did get to that takeoff
1: though. Yeah, I, I heard that.
0: And Takeoff is currently in first place of all of the Migo drops of twenty
1: eighteen. Well shit, there's only two of them
0: niggas. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't when did Culture place. Two drop? Um last year. Was that this year or last year? Definitely last year. Nigga, Takeoff album is better than Culture Two. It's better than Quavo album. And it's damn near gonna be better than the opposite album. I mean, this Takeoff album really showed me that if you remove Takeoff from the Migos, there is no Migos. Like all the shit that we love of the Migos, he put on display and was like, hey, that shit that y'all love, is me. <laughs> it's me.
1: But it's not, though. It's not. It is. It's not. It is, bro. The Migos are you. just great as a collective and they just need to stay a collective. Takeoff's album, I mean, it was straight, but I don't know, still kind of underwhelming. I still don't think Takeoff can do it on his own. You know, just like I don't think Coivo can do it on his own. Uh, You know, Offset... Offset? Offset is good. You know, Offset is good. And uh, I don't know. I, I think he got... To me, he got the best bet on going solo and actually sustaining, you know, the... Sa- Maybe a similar level of music that we enjoy from the Migos, but uh, like I said, I just think they're a great collective. I hope they don't ever split up. Uh, just like I hope Ray Shrimmer don't ever split up. And I also want to make a correction: that Culture Two did drop in January of this year.
0: Yeah, Takeoff got the best Migos album so far. It's straight man. And didn't that QC? Didn't that QC drop this year too? Yes. Yeah, he definitely got the best album.
1: Yo. No, that I'm sorry, that dropped December of last year.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, it's still count. Fourth quarter. <laughs> the end of the fourth quarter. That shit that shit that shit flow into 2018. Uh 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 what else? What else? What else? That's that's pretty much it for uh music outside of the fact that um and I know this is something we gonna hit on, so I might as well just go and jump into it right now. Jill Scott's streams have tripled in the last
1: twenty four hours. That's no surprise. We live, we live in a very sexualized <laughs> society, bro. Like that's what it's really, really all about.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: hey, but shout out to Jill, man. You know, yo, anything to come up. <laughs> You know, not like she did it on purpose, but I mean like uh, You know it, Any publicity is good publicity
0: And that publicity is Great publicity, because I think it Introduced her music And kind of her aura To a whole new Demographic Of people, because like, I, honestly If you have listened to any of her Interviews I mean, she's not very shy About her sexuality And how that plays a large part of how she gets into her musical space and the type of music that she makes. Mm -hmm. Um, And yesterday, I don't know if, for the listeners, uh, Jill Scott had a clip come out of her giving air fellatio to a microphone. And, um, you know, (laughs) she... (laughs) She gave the 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 two handed pepper grinder gawk gawk four hundred and um, fictitiously.
1: Uh, you are a, a kid, man. You a little
0: kid. <laughs> she fictitiously, you know, jiggled the balls for cultural purposes, and um, proceeded to deep throat with two hands the microphone. After which, you know, she took the fictitious load onto her face. <laughs> Embraced the load uh, Wiped it from the side of her face Mm. And uh, licked it To let you know what type of time She's on Um, Mm. And of course it it hit like Wildfire the streets was on fire Twitter was on fire Instagram was on fire She set the blogs ablaze Folks I'm sure her DMs Was on 70,000 Her phone probably Could not stop ringing Uh, And I think yesterday she was kind of I think she she didn't do anything to kind to deter the conversation from what she did because I mean she did Correct. it and, and I'm not saying she should have but I think she embraced it a little bit more yesterday because it was so shocking to a lot of people who aren't used to her music or kind of that sensual sexual neo soul type of vibe Uh but today she kinda came back and was like, uh Good morning love village and welcome newbies. Cause she, you know, she got acknowledged them new fans she got. Mm. (laughs) I don't know who tweeted (laughs) Yeah, she definitely got I don't know who tweeted that snippet, but they did not capture the point. There's good intention in everything that I do, particularly for couples. I've been me, baby. Ben is in all caps. All of me. All is in caps. Check the discography piece. Um, but before that, you know, she told us, "Hey, I sing and act out all kinds of stories. Uh, you should come to my shows. See who M. Uh, if they don't f it up, stop fronting. Suck dick too. You know, hashtags. Yeah, I mean, she, you know, she played into it, and then she dropped. She retweeted somebody who." Said, y'all must ain't never been to a Jill Scott show before with the gift of Rick Ross, you know, just drinking the drink and like shaking his head because you know. Hmm. So, what are your thoughts on <laughs> <laughs> this entire Jill Scott situation? And I get, I mean, like, what was your first, what was your initial reaction when you saw the video?
1: I mean, you know, I was surprised. Uh, but you know, kind of like Jill was saying, I'm am I'm somebody who's out of the loop, you know, so I'm I'm really not familiar with uh, you know, it just it's just not the Jill Scott I know. Uh but you know, I ain't see no problem. I mean, you know, she a grown woman. Like we all grown. It was uh it was pleasant.
0: I mean I definitely appreciated it. I appreciated the sentiment, you know. I, uh, I don't think for the men who enjoy fellatio and the women who also enjoy giving fellatio, I don't I don't believe that there has been a moment like this for them uh since uh Waka Flocka dropped Look My No Hands. Um mm-hmm. uh, so I think it was cool. It was a cooler moment uh introducing an artist in a different way. I mean, shit, she might be on our top three rebrands now. <laughs> <'Cause>
1: <laughs> nah. This ain't no rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga's just but, having a moment.
0: I mean, she she's having a moment and I hope she capitalizes on
1: it. Um, yeah, me too.
0: Because she's a great artist, uh great songstress, especially a uh, good actor. And, you know, the memes that we've seen since all of this shit dropped have been, you know, unmatched.
1: I mean so. just, just the mic The <laughs> mic memes from uh You know why did I get married
0: Oh yeah bro oh, you can't
1: man, That shit is bro. hilarious
0: That shit man uh, And then do you remember when The Apple When the Apple breach happened To the cloud and all the celebrity Nudes was getting released and shit Yeah <laughs> They said you know some of hers got released And so you know those have resurfaced mm-hmm. And You know it's just like you said bro We live in a very sexual Time and I think Although she didn't intend for this To happen I think it's something she can capitalize on
1: Definitely and I think she realized That too You know that's why she called in on Joe Budden podcast Yeah Say that again Have Have you heard the new one today
0: I hadn't heard I hadn't listened to all of it What happened
1: now, she, you know, she had called in during the oh, podcast. Oh, for real? Yeah, she calls Uh-oh. in and they speak with her. So, what'd yeah. she say? I mean, they they just, I think Joe had asked her, because it was very brief. He had asked her, um, or is that like something that she does like often at her shows and stuff like that? He was like, when is her next show? Uh, and she said that she finna do some movies um, and then she'll have a show after that. And she says, you know, she kind of like you were just saying, you know. Sometimes she perform a lot of stuff at her shows, and uh, you know, it's it's you know always a good time, and you know, how is it? They you know they ain't do nothing too disrespectful, <laughs> but yeah, you'll have to check it out though.
0: Yeah, I got to. Definitely, definitely gonna have to. Ah oh, man, let let's uh let's go on and do a segue. Into uh
1: sports man. I was ready. I see you you I own know, it. Bro. I'm like, I know, I'm like, I already know. I know we're gonna go. You already know.
0: So have you seen the Duke University Monstars
1: I have seen <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the all American college team. <laughs> They haven't up to the same school Yo this nigga Zion is A monster Bro they I mean, say he, this
0: nigga is the same size As J.J. Watt <laughs> <laughs> Nigga what
1: I think they say he the second heaviest He would be the second heaviest player In the NBA or something like that Like if you're in the NBA right now He would be the second heaviest player Next to Andrew Bogey or some shit Bruh. like that
0: And the crazy thing about that shit is I remember the articles that they was writing when he first got to Duke and Coach K was like, I'm going to get him solid. I'm like, so this nigga, like, how did he show up? Because if this is solid,
1: what the fuck was he before, bro? Just going to keep getting bigger, bro.
0: That shit don't make no sense. And the fact that he's that big, and can have a the nigga got a J. He got he got a, he got a shot. Like he shooting threes. The form is a little slow, but that motherfucker be going in. Yep. His stop and pop game ain't bad. Uh, good eyes. And I watched the nigga dunk because you know that's what he got. He got famous out dunking. But I guess right now we are really seeing like. It was when he was in high school dunking on, you know, little white boys from Summertown or wherever. Like, that was one thing. He is in Division 1 basketball. And I saw him do like a a baseline dunk with two hands. My nigga eyes were at the rim, bro. Like, I mean, he
1: uh <laughs> it's a sight to see, bro. You know like, what I'm saying? So, and what's yeah.
0: crazy is he not even the best nigga on the team.
1: Like Duke, man, they uh, <laughs> they, like I said, I mean niggas talking about them going undefeated, and um, you know, it's it's legitimate.
0: You know, I don't even no, see a no lot, injuries. like no, barring and even barring injuries, like I don't. Right now, it's like they the Golden State Warriors of college basketball for real, <laughs> like. That shit is crazy, bro Like, they embarrassed Kentucky
1: <laughs> Like, embarrassed them
0: Like, embarrassed them to the point That after the game in the post-game I have, because I've been a Duke fan For a long time And I know you're going to make fun of me But whatever <laughs> I have never heard Coach K come to A post-game interview And be like, I mean, we played Well, man, We every facet of the game <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, you know he, he's something It's just like, uh, I be thinking about Nick Saban When they go ask him, like, these niggas could have Blew it, niggas out, and Nick Saban would be like Dog, you know, on that last play there You know, our guys just, you know, messing around They need to get back, you know Like, niggas would be like, bro, you just won to. championship
0: Bro, Coach K didn't even have that in him To bullshit the reporters I mean, what can
1: I say? We played a complete game today I mean, shit, we dropped 118 points I mean, we're a, this is a college We team. beat them by 40 uh, they uh, you know, they, so, uh, you know, the they
0: had two team the number. In the nation, you know, <laughs> you know, they had what was projected to be a better recruiting class than we did, and you know, <laughs> I just went out there with four freshmen and you know, beat that ass real quick. You know, for cultural purposes, <laughs> shout out to Memphis because we I, I don't fuck I don't fuck with Cal neither. <laughs> you feel <laughs> me? That's that's basically what Coach K got out there and said. And you know, we're not even paying niggas around here. We just giving them white bitches and keeping it moving. Like you feel you me? Feel I, me?
1: <laughs> We ain't paying your Duke so squeaky clean, dog. They like, look, you can come see what we doing. Niggas like, dog, how do they do it? <laughs> Coach K said, we just giving them white bitches and keeping it moving. That ain't no violation. <laughs> they do it on their own.
0: <laughs> that shit is crazy, bro.
1: You know, They just, Duke just won tonight, 84 to 46.
0: Forty six, bruh. They beat another division one basketball team. <laughs> Eighty-four to forty six. They almost shit, wow. forty piece they ass, bruh. This shit don't make no sense. Wow. Did you see them play Army the other day? It was like they was playing like it was like they was playing with their ass. And then was like, all right, y'all, let's turn up real quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is when you a better team, man. Bruh. Yo, this nigga. So, you know, in that game, he shot 11 for 14. Tonight, this nigga shot like 10 for 12.
0: I was about to say, nigga, you set up the stat like you just had that (laughs) shit. Like, damn, like
1: I just had it. You know, you be trying to find it real quick. You be like, damn, I've already started saying it. Now I got to find it. Yeah, 10 for 12, 21.
0: That shit crazy, bro.
1: Nine rebounds. Yeah, them Man. niggas cold, so, you know, I'm already looking forward to his, you know, NBA debut next year. Fuck all the college shit. I need that nigga to suit up.
0: What if he stayed, bro?
1: Then he a hoe. <laughs> Go get the money. Do not make these white folks any more money. I ain't going to say white people. It's a lot of people getting paid. I mean, it's a lot of white people, obviously. But it's a lot of people getting paid, too, off the backs of these college kids. It's a shame.
0: I mean. That's
1: why you got to be like LaMelo. Drive out of high school and go play overseas. and You come back and now don't nobody want to play you. You been reading oh, about you, that? You, been you about know that? he back. Yeah, you know he, he back. And uh, you know he back now. He has Spire Academy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, now it's been a lot of teams that saying they don't want to play against him, wow. uh, because because he's played professionally. Like you got, we got teams that are like forfeiting games, you know, saying that like it's not fair, and you know, for a high school to have a player who's played you know overseas professionally be playing you know high school basketball.
0: So I got a question about that Maybe you can shed some light on it Or maybe you can just make up some bullshit That'll sound good Uh, So if you are An international student right Mm -hmm. And you played for Your national team Which is a professional team And you come to The United States to go to A high school let's say Is that not The same shit
1: uh, yeah, I mean, it's like I don't know, it's like When, when it comes to LaMelo it's like, it's like he's allowed to play high school ball Just like in your scenario The international player is allowed to play high school ball But I don't know, like for some reason These teams are You know, they the just Empire. don't like it Yeah, you know, <laughs> they just don't like it
0: But that's crazy that you would be so petty To give up
1: It's stupid, it's one fucking player Like I don't know. It's just it's stupid to me, but I mean, he is pretty good. And playing overseas obviously does give you an advantage. But like I said, that's just one player. I just, I just don't understand. Uh
0: I, I don't see how it's an advantage though. Like, think about it like this: the nigga was playing high school basketball last year, right? Yeah. And then he went and played professionally. And now he back back playing Like it's no different than If you are on A fire ass AU team And During the summer you play In pro-ams To stay in shape And to get better and then you come back And play your junior or senior season Like these folks just I think they just want to be petty
1: I mean it's It don't make sense And, And it could be that case but I think apparently Oak Hill was was a school that uh, said they weren't gonna play him either. And I'm like, bro, they coach just petty
0: because he want him to come there.
1: Probably. <laughs> it's like... But yeah, man, pretty strange. Uh, what were we just talking about, dude? Yeah, we got the Jimmy Butler trade on here.
0: Yo. Did you see when Jimmy Butler threw the ball on top of what's in name head?
1: <laughs> no, bro. Bro. No.
0: Bro, what's the nigga who was supposed He got drafted to Cleveland. Damn. Uh,
1: Colin Sexton?
0: No, nah, he got drafted to Cleveland, but they traded him for Kevin Love.
1: Oh, Andrew Wiggins.
0: Andrew Wiggins, bro. This nigga Jimmy Butler, like, you know how you spin the ball on your, like, finger. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He spit that motherfucker on his finger and then put it on top of this nigga head. <laughs> I
1: mean, like, we don't have no fucks left,
0: Bruh Like, they had to get him out of there. And then I don't know what Big Cat did, but they went in on him for like a day and a half on Twitter, bro. And I just kept seeing that motherfucking him and Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> being like, bruh this nigga don't even like basketball. <laughs> They said this nigga, Carl Anthony Towns, he don't even like basketball, bro. Look at his face. <laughs> like, they said he was getting bitched out by a little nigga,
1: bro. I'm like,
0: he he just don't got he ain't got no dog in him. Um, not
1: not the dog that he need, but you know, he, no. he uh, you know, he a pal gasol. <laughs> Yeah, you know, all, all, you know he got to be more finesse. Yeah,
0: he wanted them. He not he not a D at all. He not nah, Anthony uh, Davis by any stretch of the imagination. He could be though. No, nah, I don't think he got. I don't think he got that mentality. He would have to spend like two whole summers with Kobe, just like <laughs> two whole summers, <laughs> like living in the basement type shit. <laughs> Cause that that ain't it, and Wiggins. I, bro, he frustrates me so much. Like, it's like he just don't, it's like he don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like he show up and like, oh, the check gonna clear tomorrow? I right, bet. I'm in this hole. <laughs> like, oh, I might get 14 tonight just cause, you feel me? They've been going in on me on Sports Center and shit. Mm. Uh, so let me go and drop 14 and grab a couple boards. Give him a dunk or two. I'll D up this quarter. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck it. it. I yeah, I play some defense
1: this quarter. Meanwhile,
0: this nigga Derrick Rose is in rare form, nigga.
1: bro Shout out D Rose, man. This has been so touching, bro. To see my nigga hooping again.
0: Hooping, hooping, like hooping. That's why I think they was like, you know what? Fuck Jimmy Butler. We can get rid of Jimmy Butler, bro. D Rose is back. You feel me? <laughs> He back like it's Hold on, 08
1: now. Hold on now He <laughs> was That's that? a- about two good years Let's be honest <laughs> Oh we gonna have that conversation today? I mean no, nah, we we not But I'm just saying uh, You got too much dip on your chip there now <laughs> <laughs> Too much
0: dip on your chip Player <laughs> <laughs> Whoa whoa whoa, now. <laughs> whoa 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 hey, Hey 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 chill out chill out chill out, chill out. That is way too much dip Too much dip <laughs> Don't folks say D-Rose is back And what what pissed me off about that whole D-Rose is back shit and I know we finna go off on a tangent But <laughs> apparently D-Rose is fighting Some type of like Rape case Yeah bro. You don't remember. And that? it was like As soon as this nigga started doing good Motherfuckers was like But we not gonna forget the fact That this nigga is in the middle of a rape case That got dismissed Because he used his celebrity to get out of this shit I hate you niggas Toxic masculinity I'm like bro I ain't even know he was in the middle Of a rape case bro <laughs> I was, was mid excitement For my nigga I was like damn bro Shout out D-Rose you feel me It's been a long time coming uh, a long road, you feel me? But you finally did it. You, you know, you you showed the world that you still got something left in the tank. And then here come this bitch <laughs> talking about this rape case. I ain't even know nothing about. Now I gotta figure out whether or not I'm supposed to cancel D Rose.
1: No, you can't cancel D Rose. I mean, he ain't even dealt with no criminal charges yet. Uh. I mean, if you look at the facts of the case I mean, it is kind of questionable. But
2: you <laughs> know, innocent, till
1: proven guilty, innocent <laughs> until proven guilty, man. Innocent until proven guilty, man. If he proven guilty, then we can cancel. But until then,
0: bro, you walk that shit back quick.
1: Look, you was like,
0: yo, was, "Oh well." No, I no, I gotta keep details. it legit. I gotta keep it.
1: <laughs> I gotta keep it a hundred. Like, I can't front. I'm not gonna front for y'all. So, I mean, that is what it is. It is like I ain't gonna act like you know it ain't nothing. But uh, you know. They you know, I ain't really appreciate that, but it is what it is man if if that's what folks want to bring up, I mean you gotta deal with it if that's what you did, that's what you're dealing with, you know
0: that's what they did, bro,
1: I mean, that's what he's dealing with, you know what I'm saying that's what he's dealing with, so D-Rose. so
0: how do you think this uh seventy six ers situation is gonna play itself out?
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like,
0: cause Jimmy I, Butler I, and motherfucking uh, what's the center name? You know Joel I'm terrible. Embiid. That. Joel Embiid, bro. That's gonna be hilarious.
1: Like, I just hope that he can find a way to fit in. You know, because I mean they they kind of been establishing their chemistry. So, you know, Jimmy Butler, is somebody who you know he need points, he need ball touches so you know they already distributing enough so we're going to see i mean hopefully it'll work out though
0: yeah i hope i hope it works out just cuz jimmy butler is too good of a player and this is going to be kind of a segue into our next topic as well like He's too good of a player for us to remember him going from team to team and basically being forced out or asking to be forced out of those situations. And it's like, I see Melo is, I haven't really been following this Mello situation closely, so can you tell me what the fuck is going on with Mello?
1: Man, apparently <laughs> it's a wrap for him in Houston. It kept getting conflicting reports. Like, first, there was a report saying, you know, that he was most likely going to be done in Houston. Um, And then they mentioned that that wasn't the case. But then they came back and said, okay, well, that is the case. I know they were looking at possible landing spots for him, maybe a trade or something. But, uh, you know, it's looking ugly.
0: That's crazy.
1: And it's Mellow, bro. niggas like, yo, Mellow just need to retire. Man what I don't know bro it's just I mean is, is it that bad Like niggas acting like he can't play In the NBA no more Like ain't no way he that bad
0: That's what I don't That's what I don't really fuck with Like And I feel like we owe all of this shit To fucking Phil Jackson Cause Phil Jackson did everything in his power To fucking make us change How we view. Carmelo Anthony And it's like Now I think that's the stench that he Can't get off of him like granted As an Oklahoma City Thunder fan I Wanted that shit to work out But the the Styles just weren't conducive And he just he didn't produce Like long story short he Didn't produce he didn't shoot well He didn't produce well and I Let me Take that back It's not that he didn't produce what he didn't produce how we thought he would have or should have to be a starter. And I think that's the other thing. It's like when you've been the guy, yo, basically your entire life after middle school, it's hard for you to accept the fact that motherfuckers is going to be like, yo, you got to come off the bench. And like I know they've been poking fun at him about him saying that it's been like a mental, it's been a mental struggle to adjust to coming off the bench. But it's like when you've been the guy, like not just one of the guys, when you've been the guy for all of these years, when you've played alongside the likes of Chauncey Billups. You played alongside Allen Iverson. Like, you've gone toe-to-toe with LeBron James. You've gone toe-to-toe with D-Way. Like, your prime, like, you was you were the best, proli- most prolific scorer in your time. Like, you was a walking bucket, and now you like a limping bucket. <laughs> like, coming to terms with that in itself is hard enough. Then you got to deal with the fact that you still have a marquee name, but you coming off the bench. That shit come with so much other shit And it's like I think they Tracy McGrady came out and said he just thinks Melo should retire I think Melo still got too much in the tank to retire But I think Ego wise he hasn't Relinquished the the Thought process of I'm not Who I used to be
1: And you know I, I understand that that's Gotta be tough to do like you mentioned But, I don't know, it's just, how could you not, like, before this season, like, before this season, how could you have not have come to the realization that, look, you know, like every great player as they get older, you have to take the back seat, you know. Vince Carter had to take the back seat, you know. I mean, Kobe didn't, but you're not Kobe. You know, Wade, he got to take, I mean, he got to, I mean, I don't think he's he not starting in Miami. I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think he's starting in Miami. You know, you got to take the back seat. And that's Wade. And I may put Wade over. I mean, I definitely put Wade over Melo. So, I don't know, man. Melo got to get it together. He, I Niggas want him out the league, though, bruh.
0: And that's the thing bro I think there is a con. Like we want to talk about Collusion in the NFL (laughs) Nigga It's collusion in the NBA To get Melo the fuck out of here I don't know who Melo Them pissed off But It's like damn Like where where do you think Is a good landing spot For Melo Other
1: Than Golden State (laughs) Come to LA bro
0: But how does that help L.A.?
1: Just shoot, man. Just shoot first, man. Just shoot. Spot up shooter. Be our Kevin Love with no defense. So LeBron that, can dish that hoe.
0: I mean, you know, not that I got to change your style.
1: You got to change your style, but just be our – come be a shooter, man. We need shooters. Come be a shooter. You now know, that I you think need about to just it, be a shooter, that is –
0: That, you know, that's, that could work. I'll take half, half half of the banana boat.
1: You know? We just waiting on uh on Chris Paul, man. I mean he come back to LA like he was supposed to be.
0: No, nah, he's not doing that. Okay. <laughs> he is not doing that. But that's a good transition into the Lakers woes. And do you really think that Luke Walton is on the hot seat?
1: I do think he's on the hot seat.
0: Why? Like why man, is he on the hot just,
1: seat? That's just where we at right now. Because it's like, really, is Luke Walton a great coach? I mean, come on. But I guess we do got to give him a chance, though. But what he did with the Warriors, that is nothing. That is nothing. Like, that is not. I mean, I'm
0: not saying that that's notches on his belt. But what I'm saying is Luke Walton, you got to give Luke Walton time to develop his coaching style with this, like you basically gave him a new team. You gave him a brand new team where he, whereas over the last what year, he was basically grooming young talent. He was teaching young talent how to be professionals. Now you give him a mix between wet behind the ear talent and seasoned veterans. And you have a superstar like LeBron James. It's like, bro. That's a whole different dynamic Like Luke played against LeBron James Like they the same age <laughs> So it's like that, That's a whole You got to give him an opportunity To A. Establish that relationship And figure out what that tug of war Is going to be Because Luke doesn't strike me as a Pushover Like, I feel like Luke going to run his team the way he want to fucking run his team. And he's not going to back down to LeBron James because he's seen LeBron James has been competition to him. Now, let's not get it twisted. I'm not saying they anywhere near the same playing field, but Luke Walton has had to lace him up and go against LeBron James. So how he views him and how another coach may view him is completely different. And I think you got to give Luke the – at least give him to All-Star break to figure out, okay, what does this team need of me and what do I have to pull out of this team? Because right now, it looks like LeBron James is on cruise control. It's like he was last year. It's like he's riding this shit out to figure out, okay, what how much of the load am I going to have to carry in order for us to be good? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think he's given he's given his teammates an opportunity to show him what they have. He's able to fill them out. But I think LeBron is still they don't have defined roles on the Lakers. Like if LeBron has had to be the point guard since he's been in the league because he ain't never had a fucking point guard before. Now he has two very qualified point guards And he's still running point forward Like you came so that you wouldn't have to have All of the responsibility I think he's struggling with relinquishing A lot of that responsibility Like if you have Rajon Rondo And Lonzo Ball Two pure point guards That's not to take away the point guard ability of LeBron But you have two pure point guards LeBron should be posting niggas up On the block, short corner to short corner High post And fucking these niggas up That's what he should be doing It's no need for you to be taking getting, the, Grabbing the rebound, passing it to a nigga And you pushing the ball up court Like, this ain't Cleveland no more This ain't Miami, bruh Like, you need to Preserve yourself Because now you finally have What you've never had, a point guard And you're right, if they put shooters around that team That team can be really, really good But he has to relinquish that control And I don't think that he's not done it yet And even though he's on cruise control I think when he turns up, it's going to be even worse Like when he goes full brawn mode It's going to be even worse Because he's never had to not play on the ball And he has the opportunity to do it but I, I think he's afraid. I think he's afraid to do it. And he too goddamn old and seasoned in his career to be fucking up these free throws like that, nigga. They free.
1: He can't shoot free throws, man. They That's free. I always G. got on him about, and now he' on my team missing them. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like they free. But yeah, I agree, man. I mean, he do need to. D- I mean, I feel like he just like yo. I I can't like. I know niggas can run point, but look, man, I got to be in control. Like, I got to be in control. You know, he still, I feel like he's still doing a a decent job preserving energy because this nigga do be bullshitting on many plays, not playing D. Typical LeBron shit. But like you said, he on cruise control. You know, just got to make the playoffs, man, and then we're going to see playoff LeBron. I mean, he do it to us every year.
0: So do you think Luke makes it through the year?
1: If they if they can make the playoffs, if they can like be on pace to make the playoffs,
0: he makes it through the year. Do okay. Yeah, so let's do it. Let's do it in increments. Do you make it? Do you think he at least makes it to All Star Weekend?
1: Mm. Um, yes. Cool. If after
0: All Star Weekend they're at five hundred, do you think he finishes the season?
1: No. Something, something they would change something. It's is I think it's pretty critical to win now. LeBron is old.
0: But see that that goes completely against everything they've been saying. Like they've been saying that they know this is, you know, going to it's be bull. a bit That's of an bull. adjustment and rebuilding year. Like there's no way LeBron thinks that they making the playoffs
1: this year. I think LeBron think that.
0: Boy, LeBron smoking the the aist of one tree.
1: I mean, right now they right now they half a game out. You know what I'm saying? They on a good. Nigga, they didn't play right what now.
0: 15 games? How many games they didn't play?
1: 13.
0: 13 games, bro. That nigga looking at a playoff outlook. 13 games into an 82 game season.
1: I mean, I'm saying ain't <laughs> there's no reason there's no reason to be like damn. We it's like Phoenix is like okay, we two and eleven, we're done. You know what I'm saying? We're done. We're not making the playoffs. Do You
0: think you, know th- you don't think they can pull a Utah Jazz from last year?
1: Hell no.
0: So how do you feel about Kyrie Irving, the whole Kyrie Irving, Jamal Murray situation?
1: Now that, you know, I thought was interesting because it's like, you know, I understand a nigga trying to drop 50. Uh, It's like I kind of get it on both sides, but I am more on Kyrie's side of just like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> He's shooting his last second shot, you know, trying to get a three. I mean, I know, you know, Murray is, I mean, he's a relatively new player in the league, ain't that correct? So, you know, niggas got to uh get that growing pains in. You know?
0: I mean, what at what point is Kyrie Irving not responsible for how he feels? Like if you let a nigga put a 48 on you. Right. Why are you mad he trying to go for the last two points?
1: I mean it's just, you know, it's just one it's just like they don't want niggas to dunk at the end of the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you on the fast break or some shit like that. Like you just dribble it out, man. And for him it's just like, you know, he was dribbling it out and then just before the buzzer, you know, he just tried to put up that last three. They like, nigga, come on. You know.
0: But what I'm saying is if he if he ain't never had a 50 point game Right mm-hmm. And he's going for 50 You are in a professional Basketball league Like this is the NBA The best of the best If a nigga drop 48 on you And he want 50 It's your job You get paid to stop that nigga From dropping 50 It's a courtesy For him to dribble out The rest of the game but if you want to play to the buzzer, play to the damn buzzer. Like this ain't this ain't the rec league. This ain't a charity game. No, I get paid millions of dollars to go out here and do what it is that I do. So if I put up 48 on your bum ass the whole goddamn night and I'm two points away from a 50 point game that I ain't never had, nigga, I'm going for 50. <laughs> like what you, you know, mean stop me bro. That's, that's your job you get paid to stop me Clearly you couldn't do it for the first 39 minutes and 30 seconds So shit what you mad at me for trying to get my last bucket For the last 30 seconds like
1: I mean I, you know I understand how you feel that way Because you're OKC fan Which means you're a Russell Westbrook fan Who is the certified stat padder You know what I'm saying But this is this is practically what Murray's doing. He's stat padding. Like it's the game is over, but you're doing something to increase your stats. Like, nigga, drop 50, drop 50 when it count, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just like but niggas trying to miss a shot and grab an offensive rebound to get that. That don't change
0: that don't change the fact that you get paid to stop me. Like, if you can't stop me, that ain't my fault.
1: Bro, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. So is it, dis-
0: is it disrespectful when Steph Curry be pulling up from 80 feet, draining them holes, and the crowd goes, wild? Wow. It's,
1: it's disrespectful when he do it and they up 35. Is it disrespectful but, when the game over?
0: But does the other team not get paid to ensure he don't do that shit? Like it's competition bro If you at the highest level of competition If you can't if you don't want me To score 50 stop me
1: I mean it's stop just, me. I can understand It's like I can understand you uh, You know it's the fourth quarter Your team up by 20 And uh, you know You got and 40, at 47 minutes yeah, and you 30 had, seconds <laughs> It's like If you had 47 with 30 like if you if it's 30 seconds, okay. But I'm saying if 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 you coming down and y'all up 20 and it's and it's let's say 15 seconds left, like nigga, you better not shoot a three. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's just, I don't know, bro. It's just you know that that's you know that's disrespectful, man. I can't believe you're arguing this. You know that you know that that is not that's gonna be frowned upon from the other team. You know. Niggas not just gonna be like, well, you know, we should have played D. Like, niggas are literally, like, backing off of you because the game's over. You know, the crowd's clapping. Your team is getting up off the bench. Then your ass just shoot up a three trying to drop 50. Nigga, you should have dropped 50 when it was two minutes left or a minute left, not at the last second. Like, nah. It's all good, though, man. You know, he'll get his 50 another day. But if he even would have got 50, it would have been a frowned upon 50. Like, what? If he, he would have hit, hit that shot, bro, it, it, the story would have been even bigger. And niggas would have been talking more about how disrespectful it was.
0: But it still don't negate the fact, of, nigga, you the one who's supposed to
1: stop me from dropping 50. I mean, he went off. Everybody can agree. He went off they they so, you know they they shouldn't have let him get that many points so
0: don't be mad no, <laughs> don't be, mad, be mad, mad when i'm going for 50 bro.
1: you can if be i mad. if
0: i already went off on you bro you should have been trying to stop me even more don't
1: you you can like, be mad it's like it's like it's clay it's like okay when clay broke that three point record when he dropped 14. Like what if like they just would have kept him in like through the whole game and he just would have kept launching Bruh, threes.
0: I'm mad they didn't because this nah, is this man. is what I want. This is what the NBA's biggest issue is going to be moving forward. People do not care about the regular season in the NBA. They care about the NBA after All-Star break. You know why? Cuz that's when games matter. Up until that point, motherfuckers don't give a fuck about the NBA, really. They just don't. College football is still a viable, exciting outlet. The NFL, now we actually caring about the games motherfuckers is winning and losing because it's going to affect the playoffs. And college basketball, where every damn game counts, we seeing them play their hearts out. If I turn the game on and Clay Thompson is going off for fucking 50 and three quarters, keep his ass in the game. Because he... Cause he gets paid to play. Like I don't feel like there should be any type of courtesy in professional sports. Like you get paid to compete. If you getting your ass whooped you getting your ass whooped It ain't nothing. Like you getting paid to play. Sportsmanship at this point, when it comes to blowing blowing niggas out and running the score up, bro, you a professional athlete. If you don't want to get the score ran up on you, stop him. This ain't this ain't little league. This ain't church league, bro. Like. We didn't I mean, sign but. no motherfucking promise to say I will be a sportsman like athlete. No, my G, you get paid millions of dollars to put a ball in the hoop. Do that shit. If they can't stop you, continue to do that shit. Like, think about all of the records. You think the motherfuckers was like, oh shit. Wilt got 88 points. Let's pull him. <laughs> Let's pull Wilt real quick, you feel me? Fuck it. He don't need I mean, a hundred. It's unsportsmanlike to throw a hundred up. Or think about the fact where Kobe and them needed all eighty one of them points, right? But what happens if they like, oh shit, Kobe got seventy five? Fuck it, pull them, pull them, pull them, Phil, pull them. I mean, you know pull they pull them eventually. You running the score up, pull them, pull them. But like, think about this shit, right? Like, motherfucker, this is professional sports, bro. If you don't want the nigga to embarrass you, if you don't want, if you don't want somebody to put up. 80 on you you don't want 100 put up on you you don't want 90 put up on you you don't want the golden state warriors to break 200 on your ass then fucking stop them i mean maybe but the if,
1: thing is i was gonna say the thing, is, the thing is the goal is to win though you know what i'm saying like there's a difference between okay we're winning and okay i'm we trying to embarrass ass. like i'm trying to embarrass you
0: so you yeah. don't feel like professionals that get paid millions of dollars you don't feel like you think they really embarrassed when they wake up the next day and they all on Sports Center getting blown the fuck out and that direct deposit hit for the game that they played last night where they got their ass whooped and they still got that same $1.5 million. That they got last week when they won in dramatic fashion
1: These niggas don't care Man then, them niggas in the Boston locker room After the game was probably hot They was but like bro fuck Boston, that nigga
0: But Boston is actually good And they did not put their best foot forward Out there you know what yeah. happened the next night They went out there hungry Because they got their ass smacked the night before Like this is professional sports bro This ain't high school sports We're not trying to teach these young men Anything we're not trying to mold them into Adulthood no we Paying good money for cable To watch them are we paying good money To come to tickets to be entertained They getting paid good money to Put a ball in a hoop nigga If you can't stop the other man from putting A ball in the hoop sit your ass down Clay Thompson should have went Off for all 80 of them points he Was gonna get when they Pulled Steph that time when Steph Had like 50 through what Two quarters type shit. Nigga, they should have kept Steph ass in the game, bro. What, like, what do you get? Nah, like, you so Alex, them, bro. Alex, imagine you are at a Memphis Grizzlies Golden State Warriors game. Like, you got tickets, right? Mm-hmm. You go. Some historic shit could happen where it's a close game and then the Warriors just start going off at the end. The, they go out, they go on one of them Golden State Warrior runs where Steph or Clay pull up from, you feel me, 65 feet, and <laughs> you know, they just feeling it, right? Steph can break the all time they he can break the all time three point attempt in a game record. <laughs> and he making them hoes, unlike everybody else. If this nigga is like Two shots away from breaking the record, and they pull him, bro. You're going to be disappointed because you could have been there. If the game was over, if the game was over, you could have been there for history. Like, imagine how many historical, like, everybody wants to talk about Wilt Chamberlain being one of the greatest basketball players of all time because my nigga scored 100 points on a second grade substitute teacher ass nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Wilt Chamberlain was. A fucking Zion Williamson going against a second grade substitute teacher ass nigga, bruh. Like these niggas was my height then. Of course he's scoring a hundred points. But you know what his claim to fame is right now? You know the records that that they got that are unbroken? Damn. Because them niggas was scoring a hundred points on niggas that look like me and you.
1: <laughs> they was better than that. <laughs>
0: that's why they that's why they own them shits, bruh. Like when they started talking about comparing the old school players, like bro, what nigga, nigga, come on, bro, George Mikin, what what the hell is George Miken gonna do with Anthony Davis? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> come on, bro, Pete Maravich, Pistol Pete Maravich, That's nigga, Trey they... Young, Trey Trey Young gonna shake the elastic out of Pistol Pete socks, bro. Don't don't Kyrie nigga put Kyrie Irving up against one of them niggas, bro. They like, but you know what? You know it's always gonna stand the test of time. Them fuck ass records that they got against them bum ass people because we want to be nice and not let professional athletes get their ass kicked like professional athletes should. But if you getting paid millions of dollars, like we were just talking about, Andrew Wiggins just be showing up, like you know what, bro. I'm to hoop a little bit today. Fuck it. You don't 5B, think that, sh- bro. You don't think that shit have changed if they let them if they let them get their ass bust for two, uh, like they get two hundred pieced. <laughs> the Warriors put up two fifteen on them and they score like eighty five points because he keep all the starters in. Nigga, I bet, I bet you then they'll 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 order up all of the goddamn people they can order up and they're gonna play to the best of their abilities every goddamn night. Like, you but a niggas, professional, bro. You,
1: you, you are like, a if professional. You, if you blowing niggas out, you cannot you cannot keep your starters in, my nigga. You can't. They're investments. Like Why you, can't have you, that, you have to cool. bench them. You
0: have to bench I understand that. But what I'm saying is, if you got Clay Thompson, who got 70 points in three quarters, and he can easily get to 100, I'm letting my nigga get to 100.
1: <laughs> if <laughs> we, if we blowing up. the nigga out, if we if went in by more than 20, you on the bench. My if nigga, it's less I'm, than twenty. Okay, I consider.
0: I'm keeping my nigga in, and he going for a hundred. And if you let him get a hundred, that's on you. I don't give a no, fuck. Nigga,
1: you should have dropped a hundred and three quarters. Now you, now you doing the most, nigga.
0: Man, whatever, fool.
1: That's let's I let's feel.
0: go to let's go to football. Let's go to football. Speaking <laughs> of niggas, <laughs> so Le'Veon Bell is not playing. Yeah, you said fuck it. Literally and figuratively, he is not playing with you. Nigga. <laughs> And
1: uh, yeah, Not one bit Not one game I, Not one I for, down I for one
0: am uh, a little upset Because he is my He's been Got like, like bro <laughs> That was the first pick in my fantasy league And I'm like this nigga not even But you know what I ain't even mad at it bro Get your money king Get <laughs> your money king Sit yeah, out get and get money. your money Teach these niggas a lesson Teach these devils
1: they we going see. We gonna see what it translate cause. to. You know, there ain't no guarantee he even gonna get paid.
0: Ever. Right. They said the niggas in the steel, the Steelers locker room has taken his name tag down, <laughs> like cut it into pieces and put it into like different areas of the locker room, and then they've up. like they've taken his shoes because you know he got to deal with Jordan. They taking his shoes All of his shoes that he had there Like this nigga's not a part of the Steelers anymore
1: bro. let me find out niggas And went in my locker and took my shit Grown ass man Y'all know I'm finna come up there and get my shit I can't show up on the day I'm supposed to Niggas gonna think I'm reporting to camp Or you know what I'm saying reporting to a practice You know Grown ass man taking shoes Come on now
0: Bruh, I mean, the the Steelers have always been kind of a weird ass locker room. Like they be mad as hell when niggas leave and go on to greener pastures. But they treat Big Ben like he Jesus and he a real rapist out here. Like a real rapist. <laughs> like he a whole rapist, but y'all mad. Y'all mad at the best player that y'all had since Jerome Bettis leaves because he went to the damn Patriots because y'all ass didn't want to play him. Guess who was playing in the Super Bowl last year? Not y'all ass. Y'all was at the house watching y'all former teammate that y'all threw all type of salt on play in the goddamn Super Bowl and have an impact. Now, did we win now? <laughs> but my nigga was there. He still nah. got that package. <laughs> he still got that package, you feel me? He still got that, that that motherfucking Super Bowl bonus. Something you ain't gonna never know nothing about. Fuck the Steelers, man, matter of fact. <laughs> I don't fuck with them. I'm glad Le'Veon Bell set out. I hope they bitch ass lose the rest of the goddamn games this season, too. Fuck the Steelers. <laughs> I don't think I know nobody on the Steelers anyway, so fuck y'all. Steelers are good, man. And they might lose AB too. Damn, I can't say fuck the Steelers, bro. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. My bad, bro. <laughs> you racist, man. Damn, bro. My bad, food. You racist. You ever, met, bro? I didn't met Mike Tomlin before too. That's fucked up, bro. I'm really a
1: foul nigga. Were you gonna ask me if I've ever met Mike Tomlin? <laughs> yeah, nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> you ever met Mike Tomlin before? <laughs> Like he bro, from I'm, Memphis or some shit.
0: Bro, I'm really a, b I'm really a foul nigga, bro. I take it well, I mean, as a Patriots fan, I really don't fuck with the Steelers. But you know, y'all cool. I take that I mess fuck with y'all back.
1: The, I mess with the Steelers, bro.
0: You look I, like you I, fuck I, with Ben.
1: I mean, you I like Ben, not not the <laughs> rape part, but you a,
0: you a rape apologist ass nigga, bro. The
1: football part. <laughs> no, I'm not a rape apologist, man.
0: Don't put that on your character. That's my bad.
1: Yeah, that ain't that ain't. You know, I apologize for a lot. The rape though, <laughs> that nah. ain't it. That's
0: not it. Nah. The chief called and told me to tell y'all that that is not it.
2: Nah,
1: you know, I mean, I will call out some, you know, some kind of <laughs> sketchy details, maybe, you know, but when the when the proof in the pudding, and it's a little just too much proof around <laughs> Big Ben. I'm good on that
0: uh snap so do you want to do do you want to do your mid-season Super Bowl picks or no
1: I mean I I probably don't have no different opinion from the last time we (coughs) did Super Bowl
0: okay (laughs) we'll wait to get a little bit closer to uh we'll wait to get a little bit closer to the time so that's all you got for sports man that's all we are hitting on this week
1: yeah bro I think that's
0: it all right, man. Uh, it's been cool, man. I'm I'm happy to be back, bro. Hopefully, the listeners are are happy to be back listening.
1: <laughs> happy to be back listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. You know, dropping a new EP. You feel me? We on we on uh, Spotify now too.
1: We are on Spotify. So, if that's what you're listening to, you can find us there as well.
0: Fuck with us. With us tough, so with that said, it's been your boy, the 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 broke boy.
1: Well, have mercy. And this your boy, AC, man. Appreciate y'all listening, man. It's after five. We out. Oh, shit oh. shout outs. <laughs>
0: Shit. <laughs> shout out uh, to the Red Couch Chronicles Podcast of course. Uh, Shout out to me and the homies podcast You feel me uh, And then shout out to someone will be Offended podcast that's a new podcast That I caught on to uh, By UTC uh, Yeah someone, I, someone will be offended <laughs> Alright <laughs> It's a new podcast it's, it's the podcast that's out there man check it out now we can get into our ending, you know, holla and peace and shit.
1: Well yeah, man, it's your boy AC, man.
0: And your boy Nate B. Peace. Holla.